<sighs> Training my lips. Give a fuck. Clouds, apples, biscuits, religion. Fuck. 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 Desk. Migration. Films of the 1930s. Spending your money. Shoes. Scented candles. Welcome to this episode of Two Fooks, where we discuss what to give a fook about in your busy lives, rating it from 1 to 10 on the Fook score. I'm Marius, and right next to me is... Hi! Good morning, sir. Good morning, sir. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, everyone. Listeners one and all. How are you this morning? I'm good this morning. How were you yesterday? Yesterday morning or yesterday? Uh, generally. Generally, yesterday I was good. Mm-hmm. How about you? This morning. This morning, good. Yesterday? Yep, good. Saturday? Uh, good. Busy. Busy? Yeah. Busy with? Just busy. Just life busy. Yeah. Busy, busy. Busy with the business? Of busy with the busy business. Life. I was busy working in town. Yeah. And it At was uh, busy. busy. Uh, it was busy because uh, it's clearly a- I don't understand or we don't understand that everybody in the city gets an email saying come to us do <laughs> at the same time. Oh. <laughs> no, it's just tides and tides of people and we enjoy making it good for everybody uh, and some people enjoy that and some people get a bit stressed out because it's super busy. Yeah, uh, but, I, would you be, know, I would be one of those. If you're going to take your family into the middle of a city on a Saturday... You're and, stupid. Uh, <laughs> then then uh, there Blame might yourself. be some logistical uh, issues with that. Blame yourself for that. Mm. Mm-hmm. But uh, it was good. And we had a nice time. And then yesterday, we, as a family, um, met with some um, friends. And for the first time, went to a place called Trollskogon. Trollskogon. Mm. Uh, the Forest of Trolls Hunvog? up on uh, Hunvog, one of the islands north from Stavanger, for those listening in remoter parts of the world, and had a walk around there, uh, and a picnic, which we took, which was very, very nice. Did you see any trolls? I did see a troll. A I saw, wooden troll? I think I saw one and a half trolls. I saw one spider troll, and I saw another troll, because the thing that people listening might be intrigued about trolls... Although I'd be interested to hear your troll talk, hashtag troll talk, that might be something else, <laughs> uh, is um, trolls Trolls are the things that you think you just saw, and then you look back, and they're not there. But when you think you saw them, that was what a troll was, hmm. in, the, in the mountains, or in the woodlands, or in a tree, or in a bush. That's trolls. But they're supposed to be huge, though. Oh, they can be small, too. Oh, small trolls. There's all sorts of trolls. Yeah. Not just internet trolls. <laughs> uh, but you think you Those are the worst. Yeah, but I'm not even going down that troll route. No. Not that digital troll patch. <laughs> <laughs> they can stay there. I'm not hugely interested in that. Yeah. They, well, will, they will find their way either way. What did you do uh, in these days recent? Um, what did I do? Uh, yesterday, we... Mm. Wow. Memorable stuff. Mm, obviously not. 
Have you just been sitting here? Oh, uh, yeah, I was here yesterday doing some um, online store stuff. Mm -hmm. And on Saturday, I did the same thing. Wow, you hardworking, industrious young man. On Friday, I didn't do much. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Taking Mm -hmm. a short break from the window cleaning. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, because you had a heavy duty project. Uh, I haven't done that yet either. Hmm. Just been too much. Too much. Yeah. Too much windows. Yeah. Too many windows. Stressing down. Mm. I felt it coming. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Well done you. Yeah. Well done you for setting up your work-life balance that that is possible. <laughs> Excuse me. That was a sneeze. <laughs> I thought I could announce the sneeze prior to it happening, but I didn't get there. <laughs> well, that's maybe an indication of the climate and the weather too. No, I've just been working too much since like March. Mm. I was going to say sneezing. Ah, oh, the sneezing. Uh, Ooh, that could be the season. Or the dust, or... A little bit of everything. The wind changes Central temperature candle. a bit more. I am. I tend to be a bit allergic to scented candles, ironically. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> buggers up our intro. I was yeah. nearly going to swear then. Mm-hmm. But you've been so good with editing in funny sound effects when I swear. Mostly, though. Yeah, but I'm thinking of giving you a real... Real challenge at some point. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to really start the. <laughs> fua, fua, <laughs> fua, I'm going to lay in. Oh, I'm going to bring out all my swear words. I'm going to get out my swear word tool case. <laughs> Just start going mental. <laughs> You're going to have to edit. Firing f bombs all the way. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of sound effects, so you just. Oh, you better. Bring them on. Oh, you better. Bring them on. No, I don't know if I can do it. You have to go to a dark place to really unleash. I don't want to. I'm a happy guy <laughs> at this moment. Mm. Right. What's on the Fook agenda? Where are we up to? Fook topics. Our wonderful listeners have been listening, yeah. giving wonderful Fook feedback. We had a small delay on the last... No, I'm just going to cut that out. Yeah, good. No. Uh, I've had it. some uh, feedback from people saying topics that we've talked about. They just wanted more. Wanted more? They just wanted more. 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 I just want more. Give me more. <laughs> it's like they've eaten a plate of mashed potato and they want more. <laughs> <laughs> Load me up with another potion. It was particularly about AI. Uh, they wanted more? They wanted. They were saying, give me some more, like Buster Rhymes back in the <laughs> 90s. <laughs> because, and I thought this as well, thinking about, like, for example, the topic of artificial intelligence. We'd come in it, or I'd raised it and come at it from quite a digital technology side and since have read a bit more of the philosophical uh, justifications people who have to sit and actually ask the questions as to the why and wherefore and if and how and all of that and also analysing some of human behaviour in relation to what the goals of AI are and uh, yeah I realised I kind of missed that in the discussion yeah. and the guy I was talking with was also like bringing up stuff and I was like yeah quirky so we're touching on topics that people are listening to and then going on and adding to in their own experience which is really cool yeah um, we can't discuss it more than we know though yeah uh, mm-hmm. interesting but it's like it's almost like a lot of these topics are like a starting point yeah um, which is great uh, some some topics will be only raising awareness, like the Cage City we mm, talked about. Mm. Um, 
we you didn't know about it at all and no. i didn't know too much about it either so mm. we can't sit and talk about it for three hours and then it's kind of a reminder in your busy lives busy lives you say yeah. busy lives to engage with things that you don't know anything about yeah and uh try hey. and open that up or come back to it make a note and come back to it when you have five yeah. minutes instead of diving into the uh familiar uh rhythms of whatever you just are gonna do anyway yeah um pick up the publication that might show you something new or different they should get that car to the yeah, uh, yeah. someone outside the studio is uh, starting up a car that sounds like it's not going to get them more than halfway down the road when that sounds gone they should be taking it to the mechanic <laughs> <coughs> absolument mon ami so as we sit here on this bright blustery morning sort of a morning that Winnie the Pooh might like oh really because yeah. of yeah, just a blustery morning. Yeah. Ooh, boom. Yeah, I know who. Yeah, you know who. Yeah, I just yeah, thought I, I had to help there for a minute. Yeah. When I told my kids that his name in English is Pooh, they were like, Pooh. <laughs> Not that kind of Pooh. <laughs> Not Bash. Not Bash. <laughs> not Winnie the Bash. Yeah, it's not like that. Um, dual language humor. Um, where would you like on the great Fook book? of life to take us this morning and our listeners valued listeners mm-hmm. as you are sitting with a hot beverage cold beverage hobby pursuit or a new two fuchs mug that we have got made acquired check our instagram and facebook stuff and uh, links will be coming for purchase because it's the most insanely cool thing in the world it is uh yeah where do we go where do we head for Hmm. I was hoping I could write something cool for like an intro, but oh well. Um, <laughs> nice and prepared. Yeah, but no. It was either... For people wondering about the process here, at this point I usually reach over my hand into a bag and grab a snack and Marius looks in his book uh, to wonder <laughs> what to talk about. <laughs> So I've just got my hand on a couple of cheeky shriveled raisins. The food book. And uh, Marius has got his nose in his food book. What's it going to be? Mm. <clears throat> Shall I force your hand? No. No. See? Credit cards. Ooh, interesting. Ooh, interesting. Ooh. Crikey. Wow. Credit cards. Ooh. Interesting. <laughs> that was three interesting. <laughs> you can do some bells <laughs> bing, on that. Bing, bing, <laughs> Credit cards. Okay. Sign up now for a special offer or sign up now for... 10% off your next purchase or sign up now for free air, airline miles or sign up now and get 10% off your whatever. Do you have a credit card? I don't. You don't? Why? Do you? I have a credit card. 
Why? Because it doesn't cost me anything to use. Mm. It doesn't cost... It's not a yearly fee on it. I can withdraw money when I'm traveling mm. without any fees. Mm. And I can get... Mm, there's some advantages when I'm ordering flight tickets. Okay. From the particular provider you have or just generally? From the provider I have, which is been useful. And I get, for every purchase I do, I'll get awards so I can get cheaper tickets. Okay. Any other upsides or downsides? Upsides or downsides? <coughs> Scrape the ice off your windows in the winter? Yeah. Uh, no, I usually just start my car and let it yeah, do a job. You're an organized guy. <laughs> um, there's a lot of interest if you don't pay your bills in time. Mm-hmm. But I always... I use my credit card... Like for everyday use usage, so I at the beginning of the month I deposit money to the credit card and then I use what I have and then I'll do the same next month. Interesting. So it's I use the benefits of the credit card without using the credit, the credit. card. Yeah. So essentially, you you buggered up what they hope will happen yeah so i'm not a good customer for them no no but that's why i'm a bit intrigued for you raising the topic because it's like you've raised something that was particularly troublesome for the majority of people but the reason i did this Mm. was i was looking through my banks or account statement or Mm. bank statement um, and i noticed i was paying for every time I used the card, uh, I also paid a yearly fee. And when I added that up for the last three years, it almost turned out to be like 10,000 kroner. Crikey. Mm-hmm. Three years. Hmm. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. Yeah. So what do you... <coughs> how is that changed or updated your view on it having recently done that my objective thing would be to say you sound organized enough with your money to not need to then be paying the yearly and transaction fee that's why i got the credit card because i'm not Mm. paying that on my credit card it's only on my debit card Oh, you mean you saw on your account statements that that was with your debit card? Mm-hmm, from a bank Aha. provider. Aha, mm-hmm. yes. Mm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Interesting, interesting, interesting. Well, there's a few ways into that. There's a topic, I think. Mm-hmm. Um... Again, you can tell it's got a good Fook caliber as a topic because every listener will have some experience one way or the other with this. Um, 
my very simple no to not having one I think as clear an answer as I can have is when I was growing up um, I was made very aware of the difference between credit and debit and you don't spend what you don't have true was the way I was encouraged to think of it um, which the majority of people not get told probably I don't know that's I, why I, I, I don't, don't, don't want to mix that up I, because um, in my head it that should that should be addressed in school mm. in my opinion Well, it, it, at that time, I also remember thinking, I also, I, this was viewing how, uh, from a young age, you see adults conducting their lives, and I also drew the conclusion that I never wanted a mortgage, mm-hmm. seeing how that impacts upon people, uh, that level of debt and financial burden do you have a mortgage yeah i do yeah. Uh, and a house of course and a house it on just the, so on happens the house. that here mortgage on the house on the house yeah the financial setup here in norway and the way life has developed for me is markedly different from what i observed it as in england when i was growing up yeah which was more the mortgage would be extremely challenging to keep up payments plus there would be the interest on the payments and a lot of regular wage would not really amount to being able to cover payments for the mortgage so you'd be strapped with a ever increasing ever lengthening mortgage interesting um or at least that was how i viewed it when i was a uh, young lad yeah um so other than the kind of trundling along into the way of living with uh, a mortgage again we have to if we say we have a mortgage then we also have to acknowledge the realities of what a mortgage means which is unrealistic sums of money changing hands between banks for quite hard to understand reasons because property prices inflate and deflate without a change to the property or the people involved in the process it is a financial game it's like chess or snakes and ladders it's like it 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 makes no sense yeah you have to play the game um and if you can reasonably participate in that game within your means great uh some people over participate and get themselves into serious trouble yeah um surprisingly many people do that well that's kind of the thing that also confuse uh, confuses me a little because in that englishman's home is his castle thing like even if you do get on the property ladder you people at least some of the people i've known growing up or over the years still have the goal to live within their means yeah but there has been perhaps a trend that i've maybe observed a little bit here with high wages and high mortgages yeah high wages (laughs) high mortgages comfortable lifestyle but people will then have 
put themselves the, in a situation. The credit borrow on the car, the credit borrow on this, credit card borrowing of this, knew that, knew this, knew that, knew that every second year, knew this, more things. Like if you manage to get a stability in your living situation, you doesn't mean you have to stop sort of living carefully. True. Um, so back to your original question, no, I don't have one. It's not how I... Roll? operate it's not how i bank roll <laughs> <laughs> with my way of doing things yeah um even if it would save you money that's a completely different angle yeah. because it's not something i considered yeah uh, i have to be honest yeah i, um, I just stumbled upon it accidentally the, the thing that i also was or thought whether this is true or not is that once you read enter yourself into the credit system you are liable for credit check and analysis, mm-hmm. uh, which can work for, against, or quite neutrally for you. Um, and as having always been involved in creative stuff and perhaps not always in regular employment, I was wary of having financial credit checks because I hadn't been in a, a set standard job from year to year. So yeah. if suddenly there is a credit check which analyzes how you operate as a uh, economic entity and a system analyzes and says, there's a hole here, there's a hole here, this doesn't work, that doesn't add up. You can't argue with that. No. So, But, but that doesn't mean you're not able to pay. No, that's true. But it's also you have to choose whether that's a system you want to participate in. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you have to kind of backtrack in that process. Do you want to borrow the money? How much do you need to borrow the money? Can you afford the repayments? Can you afford the repayments plus interest? Can you afford to have your financial situation checked on a monthly basis? Yeah. Uh and should anything else happen in your life setup that might need money as well, could you cover that as well? True. Since you're already borrowing money. For something else. For something else. Mm-hmm. And I've always erred on the side of caution with that, to be honest. So I've, I try and live according to what I have. Which Which doesn't sound like the, hey, max out your credit card, have a party, man. (laughs) Party! Party! Um, What's, I mean, what's your experience of other people with credit cards? Is it something that is discussed? Is it something that's... No, we don't discuss. It's not something you do at a party. No. It's credit card discussion time. (laughs) How many have you got, (laughs) Johan? Oh, well, I have... I got five. (laughs) Only five? I have 11. I use one to pay off the other. People do that, too. I know. Uh, Yeah. No, I I haven't, like, really discussed credit cards with a lot of people. Is it something people discuss with each other? I don't think so. No. No, I don't think so. Or economy or private economy in Mm. general. I don't think they... Talk about that. Because we had in England the credit crash. The credit crash. And then that was one of the huge things linked to the banking crisis, hmm. which was basically that bubble of false money, yeah. the credit bubble, it evaporated. 
I mean, it, it it had been inflated to such ridiculous amounts of not realness in relation to the value on properties. The key thing, I think it started happening when I was at university and my uncle is a financial analyzer, so he will know this in much more detail than I do. But when I was at university, there was some people, older people who even before that so late 90 mid mid 90s late 90s you were being the banks would lend people three four times their annual income they just wanted to get people on the books and the mortgage sum was unreal anyway no one would ever get to pay it back so it was just completely silly money so people then got houses worth way more lent more money than they needed and the market inflated from there, which is why all the house prices raised ridiculously. Yeah. But the credit involved in that situation, I think, caused huge problems when it got, I don't know, identified as very false. And you'd have thought with so many financial people in my family, I'd be better with money. But uh, my aunt's husband is also a financial advisor. And, and, he and, points, and you are an artist. And I'm an artist. <laughs> uh, he points out that this whole credit crash thing is happening now all over again with cars. Yeah, people like new cars. Mm. Um, people borrowing for cars and borrowing on cars. Uh, increasingly borrowing on cars that are very fancy and very new all the time. And, and drops very fast in value. Yeah. And that it's... Uh, I don't quite understand the ins and outs of it. But uh, apparently on an, on an international scale, there is borrowing and lending in the similar fashion to the housing crisis that is happening in other commodities and products uh, to ridiculous levels that will also at some point all fall apart. Um I was in my hometown in the summer and I I saw like Lamborghinis, Bentleys driving through. And I was like, how are people earning this much money? They're not. They are leasing the cars. Yeah. They're uh, borrowing it, the car. Mm. So anyway, yeah, you've brought out your iPad. Yeah, well, I have was you just, got some statistics? I was just curious if I could see... Um, Like the credit card debt total mm. in Norway. Mm. Interesting. I wonder what our listeners' experience is with these things. Uh, if it is an easy thing to engage with and manage, or if it is a challenging thing to manage. Whether people mix up credit card stuff in just their daily life and in their shopping life, or is it in their financial setup with their home or with their car stuff. Um because I think it does, I mean, it, it does take some management of money uh, to to kind of keep on top of these things. There's uh, an article from June this year saying that uh, 175,000 Norwegians has a credit card loans. Mm. And together that's 75 billion kroner. What? Which is 
an average of 427 kroner what 427,000 kroner which is roughly $50,000 per US person per person yeah that's a lot that's a lot per person again that's an interesting one on the amount of people in Norway because with those 170,000 plus I mean in England that's going to be into the millions and let's see uh, of the 5.3 million people in Norway 1.4 million has a credit card Mm. so almost a quarter if not a quarter what's the same statistics in England out of interest interest yeah interest <laughs> and uh i i, I almost felt we t- there's a there is a bit of a taboo thing here because um i don't care how open one is with their uh loved ones i mean you have to be pretty pragmatic with money and there's no denying that discussions about money in the home can quickly become tricky yeah, because I think every person has kind of like I was saying about mine's based on like when I was eight or ten, like that is set in, and everybody I think has kind of their way of doing it. Um, and when you're in a family situation or you have a significant other, you have to make a choice as to whether you pull everything together, you hold things separate, you have some joint stuff. And then you have to work out how you're going to operate with that financial situation. Um, That's not easy. It's not? No. I've been pretty open about my financial situation. Always, really. Mm. I don't have any. You're a pretty open guy. Yeah. Um, Anything of any use there? The TUC mm-hmm. said in its annual report on the nation's finances that the amounts owned by British households rose to a combined £428 billion in the quarter of 2018. Mm-hmm. That's quite a lot. That's a lot. I mean, I can believe there is a significant more amount. Uh, There's more people there as well. There's more people and we've been living with being, like you said, sign up now, get a holiday to Aruba. Warning, no holiday to Aruba included. <laughs> it's it's like that is, is so part and parcel. And uh, it's a system designed to prey on people's weaknesses as well. Yeah. Which is not nice and not it's great. It's not nice. Um so if you're just oh oh you're just struggling that month and it's the difference between buying two tins of soup or one and one will do and then you get the letter through the post saying you could buy ten tins of soup and you think oh well, that would help wouldn't it like it's it it's it's not a temptation that one necessarily needs considering the fact that the benefits to the end user i.e. well the end user the the individual involved will be temporary but them as a statistic and them as a signed up 
responsible return payer in terms of interest and stuff will cause havoc or can cause havoc with them um, for a long time in the future. And that's how the system is designed. Mm -hmm. That's the game. Someone sat down and figured all... I'm getting a little bit caught up with ideas of statistical strategy at the moment, and I think this is one of those things that is to do with that. A lot of these systems are worked out quite comprehensively in advance before they're rolled out on national or international levels True. to make money. That's it. Um, banks, financial institutions, they need to make money and they need to make more money. And the people who have some money will earn a bit more money. But if you can get a little bit of everybody's, bing, bing. It's like tax. I mean, the state does it legally, but that doesn't make that any better. No. Do you want to know the consumer debt in America? America. Tell Uh, me. Four trillion dollars. My goodness. There's a few more people there. It is, but <laughs> a trillion, that's a lot of money. Yeah, and four of them. A lot of zeros. Money. That's ridiculous. But it's not real money. That's the other thing. This is this is not real funds. Um, I saw a video yesterday of a, a tattoo artist in the States giving free Trump tattoos. Yeah. I'm going to give my customers free Trump tattoos. Make make America great again. <laughs> I believe him. He, he says what he means. Uh, okay. Interesting. Discuss. Do you want to know how long it takes to spend... One trillion dollar? What, if you're going to the shops and buying some apples and bananas and a loaf of bread? That would take a long time. Yeah. If you spent one dollar per second, in a day you would spend $86,400. Over the course of a year, your spending would come to more than $31.5 million. At that rate of spending, it would take you over... 32,000 years to spend $1 trillion. What? <laughs> and there's four of them. Wow. That's insane. Mm. And it's one, $1 per second. And it's all very insane. And I think this comes back to your original point about credit. We have to do the duty to the fook of discussing this and and being able to articulate it properly. It comes back to the idea that you do not, in your natural right as a living, breathing human being, need these things to live a normal, healthy life in realistic terms these things are connected to systems of banking and finance that have been created these are luxury items these are luxury items these are mechanisms of 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 economic interaction that have been imposed on us 
Um, and I was talking to a friend yesterday who said he would love... He's an outdoorsy guy and a great builder uh, and would love to live in the woods, put it as bluntly as that. And in Norway, of course, a lot of people have cabins. You're not allowed to live in them full time. Why? No. Because the state can't tax them. You fully. can't. You can, though. You can, though. Enlighten me. There's a um, status... You have to to um, you have to basically sign out of the society. Good point. Yeah. You lose your like benefits and all that, but yeah. it's possible. You have to tick that box that says "I want to be a hermit." Yeah, you you're basically saying I'm homeless. Hmm. But you're not. But you're not. You're not. You're yeah. off gridding, which yeah. in England is a big thing, and people have been doing it for decades. We as a species have always done it. Let's not forget that. Yeah. And I don't want to link this to We much. just connected to the grid. Yeah. We started off grid, but we're... We made a grid. Yeah. Someone made a grid. Yeah. Some people made a grid. Hey, let's get off this off-grid thing and get on grid. Yeah. Did anybody want a grid? No. Yeah, but could the grid be good for us, but not for everybody else? Yeah. Let's make the grid. Are you on the grid? No. I'm off the grid. Let's get everybody else on the grid. Oh. <laughs> So the grid earns money for us off-grid and everybody else is on-grid. But we're we're still off-grid, but we're making money. Yep, that's it. Oh, well, let's do that then. Yeah. Let's do that. Let's do that. Let's do that. Let's do it. <laughs> it's basically like a big life financial battery machine like the Matrix where everybody's plugged in and pumping their money in and we get the money out and they don't. <laughs> yep. Let's do that. Sign me up. Sign me up for the big life grid. Yeah. I'm going to go back to my castle, <laughs> which is off grid. Which is off grid. <laughs> no, it's weird. It's super weird. Yeah. If you, uh, I mean, there's people, uh, I'm just going to plot names and there'll be listeners who are way more informed about this, but Noam Chomsky, the American um, political financial strategy analyst, any other vaguely intellectually orientated analyst of market uh, structures the information is out there you, you you can see how these things have come to be the sorts of money we're talking about on the big levels are the sorts of money that a lot of the people involved in these infrastructures are earning and operating for themselves as well um it is a tricky one at our time in evolution and life that there are trappings of financial responsibility for the everyman yeah because there is no there is no need for that uh are you i mean it's almost like saying you're born into it which i don't subscribe to but you are though well, I think it's negligible. Uh, it, it, you can you can discuss or argue that point. Um, it's just the way of you doing things. Yeah. So you kind of. But it's like here you're born into. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but new children are born into the state church as well. You are. Which is problematic. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, yeah. You know what? It it sort of feels logical 
let's let's keep it related to credit cards. <laughs> Look at me getting ahead of my horse. I'm, I've hopped off the horse and I ran ahead of him. Yeah, and uh, gave him a carrot and kept on running. Yeah. So he wouldn't run in front of you? So he wouldn't run in front of me, but yeah. we can run at the same time. Yeah. I'm not trying to outrun my horse. He's not trying to outrun me. We're friends. <laughs> we can sit down. Because we... you have a carrot. Yeah. In front of his nose. Yeah. yeah. But I'm just going to give it to him. Yeah. I'm, oh, it's fine. If he wants to go the other way, I'll follow him. Yeah. We're not in a rush. <laughs> me and my horse. We're chill. Me and my horse. Mm. Me, me and my horse. Um, what other points would you like to look at with credit cards be careful with them be careful with them yeah be responsible with them mm. that's it yeah how would you how would you rate are you are you advocating sensible use and thus giving a positive score or are you warning of the pitfalls negative score or are you somewhere in the middle? Mm. Use your folks score wisely, sir. Know yourself before well, getting a, a credit card. Bloody tall order. Yeah. <laughs> know yourself, dot, dot, dot. Yeah. Let me just live my entire life and I might just begin that and then I'll go again. <laughs> right. But be careful. Don't just get a credit card for the sake of getting a credit card. But... Mm have like a good reason for getting a credit card mm. so you don't spend money you don't have mm. yeah i mean not not that i've been perfect all my life <laughs> excuse a, me what in any sense <laughs> you haven't been perfect all your life no i'm sorry oh my gosh oh, yeah i know oh what my dreams are shattered yeah i know i'm sorry just thought you were a model citizen <laughs> Cleaning windows for free. Yeah. <laughs> In my kilt. In your kilt. Yeah. No. Um, be responsible. Think twice. <laughs> It's just another day in paradise. Yeah. <laughs> um, eight, maybe? Mm, interesting. Eight. Is that a positive eight or a negative eight? It's a positive eight. <laughs> we just opened up a whole new category. <laughs> positive or negative numbers. <laughs> <laughs> What this we now have, gone wrong. we know we now have twenty on the food score, <laughs> like minus ten to positive ten. Oh, I started telling my daughter about negative numbers. Yes, yeah. <laughs> she was just like, "What?" <laughs> it goes the opposite way. Yeah, well, yeah. Oof. Ooh. Woo. Okay, so an eight, a positive eight. Yeah, po- <laughs> a positive eight. Okay, it um, can be. It can be useful in when you use it for the right reasons mm-hmm. 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 what about you I will have to score it at positive or negative numbers uh, neutral <laughs> neutral numbers <laughs> now we're up to 30 
<laughs> a neutral neutral six. No, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go neutral four. Neutral four. I'm. This is gonna mess up my whole hook score <laughs> spreadsheet. <laughs> I'm. I'm obviously aware and grateful for the area of the credit system that allows for mortgages or house ownership to be a reality but in relation to credit cards it is not something that I uh, support have wish to have or would encourage someone to have would you look up the bank statements uh, I will look that up mm -hmm. I will look that up but bearing in mind that was a new uh, consideration I it's, will it's, have to look it up. And I agree, because there is that factor. Uh, there's also ways to limit that mm. to, like, grocery shopping once a week or just withdraw money and use cash. Yeah, for sure. So, so it's that kind of stuff. So you look like a drug dealer or something. <laughs> and there'll just, be no just carrying cash why are you just carrying cash <laughs> cash doesn't exist anymore no you gotta pay with skin <laughs> every seven years <laughs> it will grow back yeah uh good all right so we've got a neutral four and a positive eight <laughs> neutral four positive eight that sounds like a weather report yeah um now i had a topic that would very neatly follow on from that but i feel like it would be flogging a dead horse and i don't want to do that because as we said me and my horse are good friends and yeah. he ain't dead um so to keep the dynamism of the episode rolling i'm going to switch up to something unrelated and different and say that for various reasons i think Bullying is an interesting topic mm -hmm. to raise. Do you like to bully? <laughs> <laughs> that was the first question that came to my head. Does anybody like to bully? Do I like to bully? No. No, that's good. <laughs> um, in considering this topic, I thought that, again, much like credit cards, much like some of our golden Fook topics in the Fook Trophy Hall of Fook fame. <laughs> uh, there are some of them which I, I think we know everybody who hears it will have some association to it. Bullying is going to be one of those. True. Everybody will be somewhere on that spectrum for one reason or the other. Uh, for You can't say for better or worse. Um, Just for... Worse and even worse. Worse and even worse if you're even aware of it. Yeah. And this is one of the crucial factors of it, I think. Um, what comes to your mind other than frightening me with asking if I like bullying? <laughs> uh, when when I say bullying. Where I grew up, there wasn't really a lot of people. Mm. So when I went to school there wasn't a lot of bullying that i was aware of both barneskola small people school and ungdomsskola slightly bigger middle-sized people school what what would you call i, I always I don't know, like 
uh, primary and secondary. Yeah, mm. Let's just call it that. Um, no, there wasn't a lot of visible bullying, uh, at least. Oh, uh, nice definition. That I was aware of. Were there... Um, was it a school of such a size that there were groups of people with different interests? Some who were... Was there such an, a visible thing as more popular groups of people or was there room for everybody mm. in the Norwegian way? We were around like 10 to 15 people in each class mm. from first grade to seventh grade. Mm. And then secondary school, we were like 30 in mm. each. That's bigger. Yeah, but then it was just uh, 8th, ninth, and 10th grade. Mm. So not two huge schools either way. But again, not something you were particularly aware of. No, not really. The reason it kind of came up as a topic in my head was not specifically related to um, school dynamics, but what perhaps comes after school dynamics and it's some of the ways in which again coming back to sort of but that's where you see it the most in school though mm. well this is what I'm this is what I'm a little kind of picking a bit at you're picking at me? I'm not picking on <laughs> <laughs> here it comes mm-hmm. I am having seen it in like some of the political dynamics they they are good at that so apply that to regular adult life just because people aren't face to face doesn't mean bullying in a society context is not happening you're thinking about the trolls Maybe I'm thinking about ah, the I was actually, internet trolls. Funnily enough, I was actually thinking of it the other way around. That's a very good point, but that opens the discussion up. So you you mean like trolling on the internet can be bullying? Yeah, I think that's a great point. I actually wrote down face to face and real versus online. The thing I was thinking of is more of a class and financial and. Uh, privilege-based bullying where people who have decide how other parts of society can operate which I think stems from how they have been brought up and they develop quite a hardy bullying type of personality yeah the tricky thing and having seen this then in the English political landscape with the people who end up being sort of uh, top ministers and prime ministers is that they've gone through private schools they have learned to be resilient they have not been conscious of being bullies but they end up bullying Mm -hmm. and that's where it becomes tricky because i think there is perhaps a wider society structure they're kind of doing it without knowing it there you go and they have been encouraged to develop these ways of operating that feel like bullying is taking place 
but they are not strictly aware of it as being bullying. They think they're just doing what they are meant to be doing in yeah. the way they're meant to be doing it. And the person on the receiving end of it feels compromised, threatened, belittled, um, limited, uh, in doubt. And that can be one or one person or a group of people. Now, if it's one person in your face-to-face, I am going to bully you. Oh, no, please don't bully me. It is not nice. Yeah, but I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> oh, no. I am bully. You are being bullied. Okay, I've been bullied. I don't feel good about that. No, you're not mental because I'm a bully. I feel good about it. You don't feel good. Okay, I don't feel... <laughs> That's a standard dynamic. Yeah. But if it's an implemented dynamic by the bullying frame of mind, the bullying frame of mind will say, this is what's going to happen. Bam. And then the societal group will have to receive that information or accept that financial cut um economic situation but there is no face to face back and forth there mm. is no way that the bully can appreciate how their actions are being received and the person on the receiving end has no way to articulate how they feel about it yeah. which does happen technically in the standard bullying situation even if like David and Goliath that is the bully, a, a bullying situation where the big Goliath says oh little David you are so silly and little David said ah, but I've got a catapult and I'm going to fling a stone in your eye you big oaf <laughs> and he wins yeah uh, and that's that is a, a metaphor for that whole dynamic but that whole dynamic doesn't work if bullying becomes institutional um so I worries me a little bit. I worries me. I wo- I worries me. I lays on me bed at night and I worries me. <laughs> Sometimes I worries me so much I can't sleep. My oh. eyes will not show. Oh, I worries me. I worries me. <laughs> Horatio. I worries me so much. <laughs> I wonder what everybody else out there thinks about bullying. Maybe everybody's been on one end or the other. Yeah. I, I tell me I'm right or wrong, listeners. Ah, thanks. Um, also, <laughs> cycling here today, I had to wonder. But you were which you side weren't worried worried you right? Huh? You weren't worried you right? What I, I worried me on the way here. I uh, worried. I worried me. I'm worries me. I'm worries me. I I'm worries myself. <laughs> um. I was on the receiving end of it. On the way here. No, thankfully. Okay. I have been bullied. A bit. I think also at times without being conscious of it. At the point I might have bullied. Without meaning to. Yeah. And that's not a very nice feeling. But it was not... The dynamic that I'm thinking of came out of being very close friends with one or two people and doing things that we thought were funny, but without realizing it impacted on... Others. Others. Yeah. 
but you don't think about that. You're How old were you then? 15, 14? Yeah. 15? So that was a time in life when you're discovering how to have fun and you make each other laugh and you do something oh my god this is so new it's like what's happening this is funny and interesting and like what's and but you can't share that you don't even think about the consequences well you're sharing that relationship with someone in a bonding process and the bonding between one or two or three or four has to do with that specific dynamic but that dynamic can't extend to everybody but there will be people outside that dynamic who view it objectively in a completely different way. And they're going to be like, well, look at them being absolute fools. Yeah, but we're not. Like, this is... this is. He did this and it was funny and then we did that and then we... Yeah, but that's not funny at all. So how do you kind of contextualise that? That's tricky. And I think there were instances when that could have come across as not great um and yeah i don't know i i i hope people out there also are aware that i don't think these structures just disappear as you go into later life i think they continue to be part of our work dynamics and our interactions and I don't like seeing people in positions of authority act as though they are still in that ability to bully or conduct themselves as bullies. Because um, it's not nice for, uh, for, for the members of society um, to have whatever negative uh, associations they might have reinforced by that dynamic uh, and that will be the politician or the the uh, boss or something saying this must this must happen uh, and there are of course structures for way to bullying to be systematic where it doesn't actually get said it just gets implemented yeah. in uh this is what you have to do. <laughs> Marius just threw a banana skin on the floor in the most care carefree way ever. He does not worries himself. Um, <laughs> I'm not worries me. So, I, I, um, I th- uh, yeah. To put a to put a bow on it. A bully-free bow? A bully-free bow. A bow for the bully. Whatever associations we have with it from younger in life. Bow for the bullies. Bow for the bullies. (laughs) That's the new campaign going on right now. Let's let's tie a bow for the bullies. Let's just tie a big bow on any bully. (laughs) Um, Over their mouth. Well, yeah. And their fingers. Like a good friend of mine says, when someone commits a terrible crime, what they need is help and understanding and listening to and should have been helped, understood or listened to before they committed the crime. Yeah, true. And bullying is often a result of having been 
not treated as good as they deserve maybe not necessarily handled in particular ways which may not feel quite natural but the natural response is kind of forced out of you or uh, repressed yeah um look at military look at financial uh, institutions look at people behaving and performing in certain prescribed ways on mass that is not the natural way of people there are these small variations yeah so if you can limit those variations you will either turn into a machine and carry out those things or you will repress those minor differences of self to the point that they start to manifest in unhealthy ways so be on the lookout for tendencies in yourself that might lead to a bullying mentality um, and also people around you don't let yourself be uh, bullied kick them in the bees <laughs> again this is what they this is what this is the tricky thing because if you respond in an aggressive way it makes the situation worse yeah that's why this is a thorny issue kick them mentally kick them mentally and if you'll allow me this i hope to share a little oh hit the microphone sound a little nugget here um that uh is from i discovered it in daniel dennett the philosopher's work but it's a thing called the rapaport rules of argument and i can't say that this will solve everything for you in your bullying situation but if you come up against situations either in a news way or a political way or a personal way that you are upset by or angry or feel conflicted or whatever even trying to apply these rules is like really interesting so the Rappaport rules of argument are four number one you should attempt to re-express your target's position so clearly vividly and fairly that your target says thanks i wish i'd thought of putting it that way two you should list any points of agreement especially if they are not matters of general or widespread agreement so even if you don't agree with what that person's saying, try and see why they're articulating it like that. Three, you should mention anything you have learned from your target. Hmm, like I didn't see it that way. Yeah. Four, only then are you permitted to say so much as a word of rebuttal or criticism. So even if someone's coming at you with limiting, prescriptive, difficult challenging even aggressive opinions ideas if you can go through those four steps you will come out the winner true because you will have done more to engage in the mechanics of why that person might be acting that way than even they have the security guard we watched <laughs> for example the security guard we watched something uh, uh, that was on your mum's house yeah podcast so yeah 
I'm going to leave it at that because I don't want to bang on about it. I don't want to bully people into no. having to listen to more. Um, but I, I think there is almost a loophole to the whole situation that you don't have to be on the bullying side or the bullied side. You can be... Observing it, what's going on. Yeah, and engaged, actively engaged in the dynamics you're part of. Um, and you can bleep this if you want, but there's that great one, stay positive, take no shit. Um, mm. you, you have to be yourself, but it doesn't mean anybody gets to sort of say that what you're feeling or thinking isn't of worth. Uh, and if that situation isn't working for you, don't continue to sort of accept it. You might be able to change it for the better. Um, so be constructive, go through the Rappaport rules, respond. Uh, I don't know whether bullies wanting to sort of push people into the bike sheds and <laughs> kick them in the shins and anything worse than that would uh, necessarily engage in this whole process, but... <laughs> I, I mean, it's worth a try. It is. So, I'm going to say bullying is worth being very aware of, both actively and uh, theoretically. So, I'm going to say, I'm going to give bullying a, uh, a Fuchs score. It's going to be a negative, neutral, or positive. It's going to be a... Oh, good point. It's going to be a positive 8.5. Be aware. Be proactive. Don't be a bully. Don't let bullying happen. Also, if you observe bullying happening, be actively aware. Yeah. Don't don't uh, shy away from it. Be of help. I don't know. At least analyze the situation. Yeah, don't jump in front of someone with a gun. No. Well, I mean, there might be situations where you have to do that too. Hopefully not. Hopefully not. What about you? Eight. Cool. <laughs> that was a fuke explosion. I'm just hitting mic stands and getting all excited. Okay. You're bullying the mic stand? I'm not. I'm not. I'm just physically interacting with it. Uh-huh. Um, um. It's come to that time of the show where we get to... Play a bit of samba. Uh, and give a value item suggestion to our valued, beautiful, wonderful listeners. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I think that I'm going to <laughs> give a very weird one of uh, a, ve- a, a widely undervalued vegetable. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Uh, in Norwegian, it's Knutegol. <laughs> and in English, it's Kolrabi. Uh, it's what? Kolrabi. I know, weird, right? And we have a Norwegian Kolrabi. Yeah, but it isn't that. No. See, there's the confusing one. <laughs> uh, in Norwegian, it's Knutegol. Yeah. That's actually pretty good. Mm. What? Knutegol. My pronunciation. It's good. Oh, it's good. The vegetable, yeah, is good. Is so good. I got one from a farmer's market a couple of weekends ago. It's the size of my head. It, really? Yeah, it's a big one. And they say avoid big ones, but 
from experience, I would say do not avoid big ones. <laughs> Should it be a choice? Uh, it's delicious. It smells a bit farty once you start cutting into it. Farty! But it tastes somewhere between good ripe apples, radishes, turnips. Put it in a coleslaw. Put it in a salad. Eat it raw. Dip it in hummus. Put Gosh. it in your mouth. Gosh darn. Get involved. <laughs> so a very versatile vegetable. Enjoy, people. And then there's me. Yep. Pesto. Pesto. Mm-hmm. Mm, good call. I bought some pesto this weekend. Mm-hmm. And then I put some slices of bread in the oven. Mm-hmm. And I put butter on it. Mm-hmm. And then I put pesto on it. Mm-hmm. I fried some mushrooms. Put that on it. Sounding good. The uh, midsummer hot salt. <gasps> and you know what else I put on it? Uh, no. The Satan's gravy. <gasps> and then I topped it off with some cheese. Oh my goodness. <clears throat> I'm assuming the butter, pesto, and cheese were all vegan. You got it. Good man. You got it. You got it, buddy. <laughs> you got it, buddy. Oh, so tasty goodness. <sighs> An explosion. Explosion of good What flavors. lovely layers of flavor. I'd also like to raise into the pesto discussion that if you make it yourself, you can use any type of nut and any type of herb. Mm. And then you're into just a whole pesto mixed heaven. up pesto heaven. world of Oof. deliciousness. Yeah. Good call. Pesto. Making a... Ten or seventeen kroner or ten p or fifteen p pack of pasta into a fantastic dinner. Mm-hmm. So students and adults, worlds around, Pesto. don't uh, think you need to be all uh, all fancy. Just throw some stuff into a blender uh, or get a lovely jar of pesto and get cracking. Ooh, Yummy! Fucking delicious, ladies and gentlemen. delicious. Uh, we're going to wrap it up. People can interact. They can uh, on Where digital can, platforms. Where and can they do that? Face if they see us, yeah. please do. Hello, hello. Put both of your thumbs up. Thumbs put, up. Put however many thumbs you have. Put them up. <laughs> if you got two, three, seven, two and a half, four, nine, or just one big one, let us know. Yeah. Instagram, two fooks. Facebook, two fooks with three O's. And then the email address. Where can people hit us up? It is. Oh, crikey. <laughs> it's one of two things. <laughs> is it? You're supposed to say it is. Not, it is. Is it? Two fooks. No. Info <laughs> at two fooks dot com. <laughs> Yes. It's Info in- at twofooks.com. Yes. Um, and yeah, let us know. Mm-hmm. Get fooking involved, people. Get fooking involved. And we wish you a lovely sunny day. And thank you for listening. And thank you for listening and participating, Marius. What a joy it has been. Oh. Uh. Foo- Foo-